Advancing innovative research, academic excellence, and family-centered care to transform outcomes for children around the world. Children's Mercy Kansas City presents the audio interview series, Transformational Pediatrics, with host Dr. Michael Smith. Welcome to Transformational Pediatrics. I'm Dr. Michael Smith, and our topic is neonatal pediatric transport. Experience matters. My guest is Angie Cunningham. Angie is the Transport Outreach and EMS Relations Coordinator for the Children's Mercy Critical Care Transport Team. Angie, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dr. Mike. Thanks for having me on. Why is this topic so important to you? Well, it's very, very important that our children are treated as children and making sure that they're getting very specialized care that is guided towards what they actually need versus treating them the same as we treat an adult, and we might have a different outcome. So, so when it comes to transport specifically, when you have, let's, let's call them an, an experienced team, maybe not trained to transport kids, what are some of the common issues that you see when that happens? What are, what are some of the, the outcomes that we want to avoid? So what we see with our typical EMS programs is that they have some training in pediatrics, but the, the volume of patients that they see are less, usually around less than 10% pediatric patients, even less than that are neonates, and less than about 1% of a typical EMS agency's patients are actually critically ill newborns or children. So in those situations, we see that they don't necessarily have the experience or background to anticipate some of the potential complications. And some children don't tend to tolerate the actual transport environment physiologically as well as adults do. So with people that have critical care experience with pediatrics, providing the transport, we're able to anticipate, you know, are they going to wake up? How are the medications going to work on them? How do they interact together? Different disease processes and how we would see those kind of play out in the critically ill pediatric population. In addition to, we have a lot of children that have complex medical needs due to whether it's congenital anomalies, you know, they're born with something that's just not right, whether their, you know, heart's not formed correctly or doesn't function correctly or, you know, one Mm -hmm. of a myriad of different things. So it's just having the expertise of people that are, are used to these children can anticipate. So we see less actual, you know, full cardiac arrest events in these children, less accidental, you know, extubations where the breathing tubes come out, less situations where they're not sedated appropriately or their seizures are treated adequately. Those types of things we see a lot less if you use a pediatric specialty team for transport. Yeah. And and I think you said something important, Angie, that, you know, the the EMS system in the United States is top-notch, obviously, and these are well-trained professionals. But what it really comes down to, just to reiterate the point, it's experience, and, and, yeah. and that's an, an important point that you're trying to get. So let's go back, though. So you mentioned that. Um, so you mentioned some things there: the intubation tubes, seizure medication, that kind of stuff. Are there other outcomes that you can share with us that that you see that uh, that are better when there is a properly trained transport team? Absolutely. The biggest one is probably that there have been studies, national studies, that have proven that if you use a pediatric transport team for a critically ill pediatric patient, your morbidity and mortality will drop by 20%. So you have a significant well, outcome of survival yeah. long-term effects. Yeah, and, and so that that's pretty impressive, well. Angie. Yeah, but that's yeah. pretty impressive. <laughs> that's a, that's a, we feel like so, that's a pretty big deal, pretty important. Yeah. <laughs> well, so the, okay, so it, okay, so the next question then is with that type of, you know, outcome improvement, are, do, are more and more EMS 
services are they are they stepping up and and providing more training more experience to these transport teams or is it really kind of up to the hospital to take care of it it kind of depends most neonatal pediatric specialty teams are hospital based out of pediatric hospitals not all but the majority the majority of your regular ems response systems they've set up pediatric training but the problem is the experience they just don't have the call volume they don't see the numbers of these children you know, when you spread out all of the children over the entire nation, there's just not enough volume that every EMS agency in the country would get enough experience with these kids to develop the level of comfort and expertise that you would get with a team that that's all they see all day, every day. Right. And so when should a specially trained transport team be used? Are there specific guidelines that you apply? There are. The American Academy of Pediatrics actually put out national guidelines several years ago, and they recommend the use of a neonatal pediatric specialty team for any children being transferred that we anticipate ICU admission when they get to the receiving hospital. If they have respiratory distress, that could possibly worsen during the transport period. Or any of our little guys that have had a recent life-threatening event, even if they've been resuscitated and they're stable at the point of transfer. They still recommend because typically those kids can have, you know, issues a little bit later on as well. So now for for so they, so the 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 national the American Academy of Pediatrics puts out these national guidelines for who should be transferred by a special team, but who does the actual um, extra training that might be needed, or does that again is that taken care of by the hospital? And and is there any specific training that the transport team goes through? Absolutely. It's usually taken care of by the program that employs the specialty team, which again typically is your pediatric hospital, but can be, you know, another type of hospital or, or other medical transport program. There's we do the gamut. So we make sure that anybody we run a nurse, respiratory therapist, and then EMT team. And so that's a little different also than your EMS. It's typically two paramedics or a paramedic and an EMT. So any of our nurses and respiratory therapists have to have a minimum of three years of critical care experience either in a newborn intensive care unit or a pediatric intensive care unit before they even meet the qualifications to come join our team. And then once they join, they have to you know, do the entire gamut to make sure that we can take care of, you know, a 23-week gestation infant being born all the way to an 18 to 20-year-old patient who has complex issues that we may continue to be seeing at the pediatric hospital. So we have, you know, BLS, our neonatal resuscitation, pediatric advanced life support, adult cardiac life support, transport professional advanced trauma course. All of our nurses and therapists also are required to have a specialty certification within their first year of hire. And then we do many other trainings during the year. We do survival training with our crews once a year. So we use all three modes of transport. We have a helicopter, we have 11 ground ambulances, and then we have a fixed-wing airplane and, and a jet that we utilize as needed. So we have to do survival training with our crews in case we would have an unfortunate incident. We need to know that the crew and the patient would have the best chance of survival. So we actually take them out through the woods and we have them build fires wow. <laughs> and build shelters and do the things that they would need to survive in those situations. We do safety day training where we'll take all of our aircraft, our primary and our backup and our ambulances. We take our crews down and we go through every vehicle top to bottom. And what would you do to shut this down if the pilot had an emergency? How would you handle emergency procedures in this vehicle? You know, all those pieces as well. 
we do simulation with our medical directors. We have a neonatal and a pediatric medical director who will come to our simulation lab here at Children's with our teams, and we actually do neonatal and pediatric simulation. We do it in our ambulances and in the sim lab. We're getting ready to start in our helicopter and fixed wing as well, where we actually do real-time situations and have the medical directors there for input and see how we follow our protocols and can people critically think and you know make sure that we can work through any possible eventuality that could happen since it's the team's kind of on their own right. when they're out there physically. Well, that's that's very in-depth and, and very awesome what you guys are doing. Tell us about some of the success that the critical care transport program at Children's Mercy has had over the years. Well, we are very proud of our program. Our program has grown immensely. When I came in 2001, we had two teams, um, and we did probably around, I think, to 2,500 transports a year, 2,000 to 2,500. We now do almost 5,300 transports a year. We have up to 10 teams on at a time during a 24-hour period. And we've, we were the first neonatal pediatric team to receive CAMES accreditation, which is Commission on Accreditation of Medical Transport Systems, in all three modes of transport. And we've been able to maintain that accreditation. I think we're on our fifth reaccreditation currently, actually. And we've been, we've been honored by the National Air Medical Association with multiple awards over the years, with the Critical Care Ground Award of Excellence, the Fixed Wing Award of Excellence, the Transport Program of the Year. And then the one that, that really, I think, kind of means the most to me, in 2012, we received the Neonatal Pediatric Transport Award of Excellence, because that's sort of comparing apples to apples of the teams that nice. do what we do. You know, we were recognized as being very, very high quality and and leaders in research, clinical care, operational um, procedures, as well as safety. We have a very stringent safety program to make sure that our crews and our patients get where they need to be in a safe manner. Right. Very, you know, I got very impressive, Angie. I just want to thank you for the work that you're doing. It's obviously extremely important, and you guys have nailed it. You, you're, you're, you've got it down, and, and, and that's awesome. So, And also, thank you for coming on the show. You're listening to Transformational Pediatrics with Children's Mercy Kansas City. For more information, you can go to childrensmercy.org. That's childrensmercy.org. I'm Dr. Michael Smith. Thanks for listening.